Hey y'all. This is Talkin' Trash with Liv and Lizzie. The podcast where two friends show each other our silliest and most treasured movies. Each week we'll watch a beloved movie. No matter how corny, childish, or contrived. Sometimes a masterpiece with minor flaws. Other times a magnificent mess. Because one man's trash is Liv and Lizzie's treasure. episode of spooky season here on talking trash did we did we start this podcast last october i feel like did we do something for october last time i don't think we had a spooky season last time or may, no, maybe we did no i think we did because that was when you showed me um dracula that's right. But I'm trying to remember what else I showed you. I don't remember what you showed me. Wow. We've been doing this for a minute. We have been doing this for a minute. We have ten whole listeners. Woohoo! <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, guys. Honestly, though. <laughs> Especially if you listened to our last one, because our last one was officially... I, I put a little trophy in the description of it, being like, officially the worst movie we've ever seen. Yay! Before that, the worst movie that you had shown me was Quest for Camelot. Yes. And before yes. that, the worst movie I had shown you was... The longer I sit with it, the more I hate Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Perfect. I, I, I hate was, that movie. Deep down, I was hoping that was the one you would say would be the worst okay, I had shown you. Yeah, so. I hate that one. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you listen to that less than happy podcast, God bless. God, God bless. We're back in a much better state now. A much better state. Um... So I guess I'll I'll tell us about the I'll tell everyone about mm-hmm. our vibe tonight. So right. our vibe Liz, tonight. Oh. What's the vibe? What's tonight? the vibe? Okay, so the vibe tonight is witch hats, mm-hmm. pumpkin cake, mm-hmm. and midnight margaritas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now it's not midnight when we're drinking these, but on principle, these are midnight margaritas. Nope, it's four o'clock on an afternoon. Yep, but these are still midnight margaritas. Yep. Um. So they are um, very. Very tequila-y. They are very strong. Um, Which, so apparently this is the actual recipe. Midnight Margaritas is something from the film we're going to be watching. Uh And apparently this is the actual recipe. So said the internet. It called for six shots of tequila. And we just did four. Yep. (laughs) And it's still fine. Yep. I'm glad we just did four. Holy moly. I, I mean, feel like but, it could have used a little more, like, triple sack or maybe mm-hmm, lime juice. Mm-hmm. It's still very mm-hmm. tequila-y. I think the, I think probably the, well, I say that. I don't know. I would probably say the triple sack, but. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it's pretty good. I think, I think for a margarita without a margarita mix, you did an mm-hmm. excellent job. not bad. Job. We only I, broke one knife in the process. We did. <laughs> I, um, I bent down to cut a lime and the knife just, like, bent backwards um, if anyone in my family is listening, my request for Christmas is a new knife set. If anyone in my family is listening, my request for Christmas is it's a new, new knife, knife set. set. You know, you're an adult when you're like, ooh, can I have kitchen knives? Can I have knives and throw Can pillows? I have socks? Oh my gosh. Dude, my, my mother-in-law got me, um, you know those socks, they're called Bombas? Bombas? They have like a bumblebee on them? No. They're like athletic compression socks. 
And, like, it's kind of like Tom's, I think. Like, you buy a pair and they give a pair to someone in need. Oh. Um, they're expensive as, as all get out. But they are bomb-ass socks. Nice. I love them so much. <laughs> Bomb-ass. Bomb-ass socks. So we, you okay, need to so, stop this. So fitting fitting for spooky season, your your fireplace just made a noise. My fireplace always and, makes noises. Everything in this what, house makes noises. That's what familiar, including my dog. familiar Zoe is so grumpy about. <laughs> she is a good little, like, witch dog. Witch familiar, like, yeah. She would make an excellent familiar. Yeah. Yeah. She's bad. Um, so... Earlier this week, Zoe um, uh, faked an illness to the point where I was, like, preparing myself to put her down. Literally, I thought she was going to die. Um, we took her to the vet. She would not walk. She was literally screaming in agony. We could not figure out what was wrong with her. We took her to the vet. Um, she sees her favorite vet, literally, like, jumps down on the ground and runs to her favorite vet with her tail wagging and then looks back at Kyle like, uh-oh. Um... So, basically, she had a crick in her neck, and she's a big baby, and then she realized that because she made some sad noises, we were giving her lots of love and attention, so then proceeded to fake, like, fake how bad it hurt and played it up for our love and affection. It's pretty impressive, actually. Um, And then $135 later, she's on, like, doggy painkillers, and the nurse is like, or not the nurse, the vet is like, yeah, so, like... Maybe, like, lay off the treats for a while and let her know she's in trouble for this. Because, uh... Yep. She's a bad dog. Um... She's been pretty good today. I think she's kind of starting to get it, but... I think yeah, she knows if she's she, in trouble. If she if she woofs a little bit, then, then yeah. that is probably why. Yeah. Um, um... So... Would you like to tell us about what we are watching this week? Yes. So today we're watching one of my personal um, favorite movies. It's Practical Magic. Um, this film stars um, the wonderful Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman as sisters. Um, their names, their character names are um, Sally and Jillian, or Jilly Bean as they call her in the movie. Um, and... Um, it is about basically they are two sisters um, who are witches who live with their aunts who are also witches. Um, one of the aunts is played by, um, I'm blanking on her name, Diane Weist, West, Weist, 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 and then Stockard Channing is the other one. And Stockard Channing's character is my final form. Like when I grow up, I want to be. Um, I want to be uh, Aunt Frances mm. as my goal. Um, so anyway, so the two aunts take the little girls in because their parents die. Um, and you find out that they come from a long line of uh, witches and that there's a curse um, placed on their family that every man they ever love will die. Mm. Um, and so it's... I don't want to spoil too much, Um but it's about the two sisters. Um, they get in a little bit of trouble, and they've got to help each other out. Um, mainly, Jillian gets in trouble. Um, she's kind of the bad girl of the bunch. So, mm-hmm. but and and Sally has to come to help her out. And it's really just a sister love movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a movie where um, it really goes out of its way to like celebrate femininity and friendship and relationships with 
women. And this is, like, the ultimate girl movie to me. Mm. Um, Even if, like, you're not into, like, spooky Halloween stuff or witches, like, this to me... I think think when people think of witches in a positive light, this is kind of the attention. This is this Mm. is the the trope that I think a lot of the times they dig into. This idea of like a group of women surrounding each other and like helping each other out. Right. Um so I really, really love this film. Um it's just a little spoopy. Um I am gonna tell you this up front just so you kind of know because I found the first time I watched this film I had really mixed emotions about it, and then I saw it again and realized I really liked it. So I feel like you may not like it on a first viewing. Mm-hmm. So I want to tell you this up front. This movie, and actually let me read a critic um, note about this movie. So this movie is a weird one in that 73% of audience members love it. Only 22% of critics liked it. Interesting. So, um, and this one, the critic consensus on Rotten Tomatoes says, Practical Magic's jarring tonal shifts sink what little potential its offbeat story may have, though Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock's chemistry makes a strong argument for future collaborations. Mm. So basically, this movie is a lot of things. It has moments where it's, like, really leaning into, like, horror it has moments where it's like really, really witchy Halloween. It has moments where it's a romance. It has moments where it's a comedy. It feels like it can't always make up its mind, which on later viewings has become something that I really like about it because it's kind of the charm of the film is that I think that's how life is, you know? We are not always in the midst of a horrible situation. We're not always in the midst of something funny. So I think there's something kind of heartfelt and real about this movie, in a way. Hmm. But on a first viewing, I was like, this movie is all over the place. Hmm. So I hope that knowing that going into it might allow you to appreciate it a little bit more. Okay. Um, What are you expecting from this movie? Um, Well, interestingly, I was going to ask you, Mm -hmm. like, what genre you thought this fell into. Was it a comedy? Was it a drama? And so you've kind of answered that a little bit. It's all of the above. Um... I am expecting, um, maybe, I think actually less 90s girl power than I probably initially thought. Mm -hmm. Um, I still probably expect a little bit. Um, this strikes me as the kind of movie that would have, like, the sassy gay friend trope thrown in there somewhere. Um, but maybe not if it really is, like, a, a sister buddy movie mm-hmm. um i am expecting at least a couple uh, summoning circles and uh probably probably is it rated pg-13 yes i thought there'd be at least one fade to black sex scene probably um i am also expecting um a very 90s soundtrack that I expect to kind of be all over the place. Like, sometimes I think it'll be poppy, and sometimes I think it'll be grungy, and sometimes I think it'll be that, like, soulful 90s ballad. There is a little bit of that, but if you could think of, like, a music artist that you were like, oh yeah, that's witch music, who would you choose? Oh, I have no idea. Not from this time period, anyway. Just in general, not strictly from the 90s, just in general. Oh, I don't know. Uh, 
there is a it's, right answer. It's hard. Here. It's hard because I felt like Evermore was like the witchy fall album, mm-hmm. but I don't think Taylor Swift is the right answer here. Yeah, no. There's a particular artist that is like, like as witchy as musicians get. Uh, Florence and the Machine. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, this artist has similar vibes to some extent, but is a little bit older. So Imogen Heap. So this film features, I think, three separate songs from Fleetwood Mac. Oh, this okay. is a Stevie Nicks inspired. Like the music is has so much Stevie Nicks going on, which I just love. Like if you're gonna give me a witch movie, you should give me. Stevie Nicks. You know what I'm saying? Got um, it. That was my favorite thing. Like, I, I have very mixed emotions about American Horror Story. When it's good, it's good. When it's trash, it's, like, trash. Um, but um, my favorite season is Coven. And I was like, I think I like this season. And then literally there was a part where Stevie Nicks shows up and you find out that she's a witch. And that was the punchline. And then she sings a song and leaves. And that's all she does. And I was like... Yeah, yeah, this is the best season of the show. Out, yeah. um, it was so good. Um, so yeah, they definitely they really lean into that whole Stevie Nicks um, thing in this in this film. Um, but it's really cute, and I, I really hope you like this film. Well, I am excited to see it. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's one other thing I wanted to say about it. I might remember it later. Um, Halloween, Santa Bullock, Nicole Kidman. Mm. Tonal dissonance. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's gone. Um, um, well, let me know and we will come back yeah. to it after we have watched. But it, it definitely, it, you know, it's 1998. It's got some hardcore 90 vibes. Um, it's great, too, because, like, the fashion has kind of circled back around. So much so. So much so. To the point where, like, I feel like a few years ago, I've been like, God, these costumes. But now I'm like, oh, my God, I love that outfit. Oh, my God, I love that outfit. Like, I want to look like both of them in this movie at all points, at all times. There's a part where Nicole Kidman wears these, like, tiny little sunglasses and when I tell you that I am like obsessed with the look I think about it all the time I'm like how can I look more like Nicole Kidman in this movie in particular so I hope you like it it's super fun awesome all right so without further ado here's practical magic What'd you think? Um, I thought it was very much what you described as far as um, the felt like I watched many different movies <laughs> in one. In one. Yeah. And I understand what you were saying earlier about, like, you know, that's kind of life, and this movie mm. goes through many different um, seasons of it. Um, so yeah, I will, I will start with, um, things I didn't care for and then things, things that I did. So I I will say this before we jump in. Yeah. I highly recommend any view, any one of our viewers, if you decide to watch this movie, I recommend watching it twice. I recommend watching it, letting it be, and then watching it again, like anywhere from like a week to like a month or two later Mm -hmm. because it is genuinely enjoyable on a second view 
when you know the beats mm-hmm. and then you're like oh I see what they were going for and it was really good but the yeah. first time you watch it the tonal dissonance is like whiplash well here's the thing all of the things that I felt were tonal dissonance were movie making choices mm-hmm. so I didn't feel like the story itself mm-hmm. was all over the place. Yes. Like if I were if I were reading so you said this was based on a book, right? Yes. Yeah. I feel like I would read this book and be like, oh, I get yeah. this. Yes. Um, but like the you know, the, the soundtrack will go from like dark to mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks to like nineties whimsy. Yes. And uh that that just always throws me for a loop. Mm-hmm. Um, As it should. Like, that totally makes sense. I think if they had kept it, you know, the same, Mm -hmm. you could have had the exact same story beats. Like, the scene Mm -hmm. where the girls, like, are like, no, don't eat the syrup, and they run and throw it into Mm -hmm. the ocean. If if you wanted this tone throughout to be, like, kind of, you know, dramatic, Mm -hmm. if you kept kind of dramatic music in there, Mm -hmm. it would watch very differently than the... With the running down to... And, And I prefer... Um, oh my god. Who are you noticing? Oh my god, sorry. We're looking, uh, we paused on the cast list, on the, um, the credits, and I just realized that Kylie, the little, the little redhead girl, mm-hmm. is Evan Rachel Wood. What else was she in? Um, okay, she is in, she, she plays, um, I can't remember the character's name. She's the main girl in Westwood, Westworld. Oh, I haven't watched Westworld. Okay, um, she's also the voice of Anna and Elsa's mom. Oh, okay. In Frozen 2. Cool. And she sings. Cool. So, that's her. Uh, now that makes sense, because I've mm-hmm. seen her in my, like... Or, have you seen Across contract. the Universe? I have seen Across the... Okay, she's the blonde. She's the blonde. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, um, okay, so sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, but, that is... <laughs> but tell me, you wanted to start with what you didn't like first? Yeah, okay. and it mostly was just that, that tonal dissonance. I, I don't think... I think there was a little... Um, hmm. to me the exposition felt long but mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what I would cut mm-hmm. from the exposition um, I just know that you know it beginning with here's why she has these two little girls mm-hmm. and her grief and the, the sister coming to like you know wake her up from her depression stage like all of that felt very like series or serious drama and 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 going and rescuing and then she has to turn around and rescue the other sister which Mm -hmm. i really liked um but then it was also like slapsticky raising him from the dead and um so the parts of this movie that i've personally enjoyed the most were always the parts that were together with a kind of thematic or, or kind of tonal coherence. Mm-hmm. So like I liked those back-to-back scenes of the sisters rescuing each other. Mm-hmm. And then I liked the like quirky raising the dead and the midnight mm-hmm. margaritas and all the mm-hmm. towns ladies coming together to banish the evil spirit. Like I liked all of those things, I just I'm trying to kind of piece them all together. Yeah. Um, I I totally feel you. It feels like there's 
And like I said, it 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 worked a lot more for me when I saw it a second time. The first time mm-hmm. I saw it, I was like, what? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're dancing to a song about margaritas, and then all of a sudden we're like giggling and getting drunk, and that was fine. And then immediately it's like the ghost well, and it's like so they, dramatic well then they start all screaming at each other uh-huh. and you know there's something wrong. wrong um yeah i don't i don't know i don't know if i am um enamored enough with the story to like be super excited for a, a follow-up mm-hmm. viewing um i do think that um I see what they meant about um, Bullock and Kidman having good chemistry. Yes. Um, I realize that Nicole Kidman has one dying face. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there were so many moments in here where, and maybe it was because she had the blue light and the red hair. It was hair, like, oh, it's Moulin Rouge. I was like, Rouge. oh, it's Moulin Rouge. Um, Sorry, I don't mean the yawn. <laughs> that is okay. Um, so, yeah. So, a little bit of that was a little jarring. Um, I... I wanted, um, I, I was trying to make, I'm trying to decide how I feel about the romance. I think I like it. Um, uh, I like the, the bad guy, except the thing I don't like is I, there was no reason for him to be. Bulgarian or whatever <laughs> except they're like ooh scary Eastern European it's man. like Dracula I did not like that at all yeah um, I thought he was a great villain in and of his own right and mm-hmm. he could have just been an American dude mm-hmm. and it would have been fine I think that's a very valid criticism um so that that's probably my biggest issue with it um things that I liked um I really liked the aunts um I liked the the parallels with the sisters all the way down um you know the the margarita scene was really charming and them using the whipped cream for the pentagon was really (laughs) charming um I kind of wish there'd been a way to keep that as the tone all the way Mm -hmm. throughout the only problem is the way you've set up the story how do you do that? Like, yeah. how do you do that and and, and kill that. this terrifying boyfriend mm-hmm. and 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 have her have two daughters? You know, mm-hmm. that's that's really hard to navigate. But I I like I liked the Halloween whimsy angle better mm-hmm. than the other ones. Um, so, um, the thing that I liked the most in this was the house itself. I love the um, house. I love I, the house. And I love watching a movie where, like, the house is basically one of the characters mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, I wanted to live in this house. It was a ahead-of-its-time magical cottagecore fantasy. It's it's very, like, old-school, like, New England. Yeah. Mildly Victorian. But it, kind but, of big. It's not quite a cottage. It's big, but it's, it's beautiful. It's a big Victorian, but it's painted white. It's not painted, like, mm-hmm. scary, dark Victorian Yeah, it's colors. light. It's beautiful. It's on an island somewhere vaguely in probably Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, the house, we, we talked about this a little bit, but um, 
the thing that was most disappointing for me about this film was finding out, like, so I watched this film, and then after a second or third time watching it, as it became my comfort film, I was like, I want to know where they filmed this. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up. I It's somewhere up north. I can't remember where it is. You can go to the town that they filmed it in. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of people have gone, and they'll literally bring, like, a, a you know, a like speaker like a bluetooth speaker and play like Shania Twain and like kiss their boyfriends in the middle of that street mm-hmm. um just like the scene but the big heartbreaker is that the house was constructed completely for this movie and as soon as the movie was over they tore it down it does not exist there is no house mm-hmm. and that absolutely destroyed me i was like what do you mean there's no house yeah um because the thing so for me I love the whole house but the garden that's what I was just and the about greenhouse. to say the herb garden is the best part oh my god and I, I liked their little conversation in there I liked I, I wish there'd been a little more explanation as to like aside from it's true love like why can't she lie to him mm-hmm. um and it's uh you know but i liked that conversation mm-hmm. you know did you or your sister kill you know what's his face just oh yeah a couple times mm-hmm. like that dialogue, that dialogue is cute mm-hmm. and i like the cute whimsy angle it's just it's hard when it keeps getting like interspersed yes. with with this like really serious dark stuff these really serious dark things and then you know very 90s mm-hmm. romance bits that mm-hmm. were fine. They were just a little long. Yeah, um, the romance element for me is the least interesting part of it. It's film. also the le- it's also the most poorly paced. I agree. I hundred um, percent agree. Also, I said to you, and I'm a little disappointed this didn't happen. So, when when he first arrives and walks up to her, he's wearing these big dark sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, I was like, "Ooh, I can't wait for him to take his sunglasses off." And he's got one blue eye, one green eye, and. He takes his sunglasses off, and there's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess it's not him? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the pancakes happened, and the star, and he can ride a pony backwards, whatever. And it's not until she's kissing him later that she goes, oh, one blue eye, one green eye. I was like, hold on. And, and hold also, the <laughs> so the thing, too, is, like, Aiden Quinn, the actor who plays the love interest, clearly has blue eyes. Yes. And they've clearly gone on and, like, painted on the film to turn one of his eyes green. Yeah. And it's only green in that one scene. And it's like, come on, it was 98. You could have gotten a contact. But and, uh, anyways, the the thing the thing for me, um, I, I, think, I think you're right. It would have been kind of cool if they had, like, addressed that earlier. But, um, oh, well, what, this is what I was going to say. For, for our listeners, um, for a little context, if you've never seen the film, um, at the beginning of the film, uh, Sandra Bullock's character, Sally, as a little girl, decides that she never wants to fall in love. So she makes a love spell so that one day she will fall in love with this man and she gives him all these weird qualities and she says that the reason she's doing this is because a man like that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So she can't fall in love with a man who's not real. Yeah. And so, by making this love spell, she'll never actually fall in love. Um, which, of course, backfires because he is real. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, that's that's kind of the context. So, one of the things she said was, like, one blue eye, one green eye, right? Um, but, yeah, I think, I think especially knowing that, like, you know, Lord of the Rings came out, like, three years after this. 
Yeah. You know, they're, they could have done something to give him one blue eye and one green eye. Even if she noticed it later, it would mm-hmm. have been better... I think if they had just done something so that we as the audience might have noticed it sooner. Yeah. I I would have liked her to have noticed it there, though, and, like, kind of shaken herself out of it and ignored it. And I expected then that as mm-hmm. more and more things happened. And I kept waiting for a weird reason when he'd have to ride a horse backwards. Uh-huh. And it was just kind of, they flashed back to him as a child yeah. doing that. And um, then one thing I thought was a nice touch is when they flash back. I don't know if you noticed, but his horse has it's a star, a star on the painted butt. on the butt. Yep. <laughs> That's cute. Um, yeah, so I liked that. Um, I, I said I liked the ants. I liked the, the town women, even mm-hmm. the ones who were so horrible the whole time, mm-hmm. um, coming together to, to cast out the evil spirit. And I liked it being like the phone list. That's my favorite part I, of the movie. I, I'm activating the phone tree. Yes. So, um, so again, another, another bit is, um, Sally, um, has two daughters and she's on like the PTO and she wants to be on the phone tree, which, you know, it's the nineties, no cell phones, no internet or well, internet, but no like, you know, mass internet communication from schools. So if there's like a snow day or a, a town emergency, the PTO, there's one person who activates the phone tree. So the school calls mm-hmm. them and then they call everybody else. So when they need a full coven to do a spell and they don't have a full coven, Sally activates the phone tree and starts calling random women in town to come help uh, with the spell to save Jillian. And it's like my favorite scene because there's yeah. all these women calling each other and it's like, hey, can you bring a broom? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, I love um, magical realism. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a world where fantasy exists and people acknowledge it but always in like kind of a weird Mm -hmm. sort of way so i enjoyed that about this like people are like oh yeah they're witches Mm -hmm. just just plain and simple um and you know there's like a little bit of disbelief there because he's like people are telling me you're witches i don't know what to think and it's like no like that's what we do yeah um so i like that um i know this is like a dumb dark thing to like but uh I always thought to myself, how cool would it be if I, like, I I have my full plan if I ever find out that vampires are real, by the way, Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know why no one in any vampire fiction has ever done this, Um, I would get crosses tattooed on my knuckles to just pop. But I also thought, if you have a big enough cross ring, ring. then when you just you punch a vampire, thing. you just brand them in the face That's with really it. That's really smart. So, so then when I was watching this and he started like heating up the ring, I was like, oh, he's oh, going to do the thing! Because I also always thought, how boss would it be if a king had like a big big old signet ring and just to make a point one day, he just like stuck his hand in a coal and then just popped someone and branded them across the face. You're like, finally! And, and and but then I was also like I'm so excited that I thought wait he's gonna do that to her that's not good that's, that's not, not good no <laughs> it's like wait 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 I wanted him I wanted this to happen to an evil vampire not yes. not her yes. I love how you're like if we find out vampires are real I'm gonna tattoo crosses on my hand and I'm like if I find out vampires are real I don't know about you but I'm gonna go find a vampire boyfriend <laughs> I don't know what that well, says about me yeah. I like all the vampire boy. Oh, uh, how do I how do I phrase this? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> if uh, see the vampire boyfriends with souls, 
I'm not referring to Twilight. I'm referring to like Angel, who did it much better. Okay, that's the one. That's the one you want to like keep around, but he won't that's stay. True. It depends on the type of vampire boyfriend. The vampire with no soul is like a one and done. But the vampire with the soul, that's the one that you want to keep around. If the vampire is Gary Oldman's Dracula, sign me up, is all I'm saying. I know I just said not Twilight, but if the vampire was the dad from Twilight, I might be like, sign me up for yeah. that. Twilight? I'm Twilight. I'm Twilight. <laughs> oh, like... oh, if the vampire is Laszlo from the What We Do in the Shadow yes. show, sign me Honestly, the heck or, up. Or he's Viago. The, he's, I don't want Viago. Well, I love Viago. I want Laszlo because he's the husband of the century. If you all oh. haven't watched the What We Do in the Shadows movie or show. I haven't seen the show yet. I need to watch it really Oh soon. my goodness. The, there's, there's a vampire on the show named Laszlo. And all he does is talk about how much he loves his wife and how much he loves making love to his wife. And he's just like uber supportive husband. Did you see at, <laughs> so at Dragon Con this year, there was, I think it's Laszlo, um, but one of the characters from the show. Really? Somebody was cosplayed as them uh-huh. and they were walking and there was a blood drive going on. And he, he goes, oh, oh he look, was, he was Nandor. He's one Nandor. of the other characters. And he goes, oh, look. A food, a food truck. truck. <laughs> I saw that one. I was like, that's so good. Can you tell that we like just like very core hokey vampire and yes. witch things? Like yes. we have we have a brand of Halloween. We do have a, a very specific Halloween brand. Yes. Um, um so I guess hmm, I hadn't thought about what I would rate this movie. Um Hold on. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Well done. You have, or I can see 13. I would give this movie, I'm counting the candles in this room, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. We are Um, full decorated for Halloween. I would give this movie 9 out of 13 summoning candles. Okay. It's closer. It's probably a 10 or 11 for me. Mm-hmm. But again, that's just because, like, this is kind of my brand of, of yes. movie. And, you know, this is my brand of, of creepy, too. Just, like, a, a sprinkling of, of creepy. And, like, one of my favorite lines in this is, like, all the women are coming together to help each other. And one of the aunts, um, it's Aunt Jet, Diane Weiss' character, says, there's a little witch in all of us. That was cute. I love that line. Yeah. And then, you know, the, it's really popular. A lot of people will get, like, Halloween signs or whatever that have the, like, um, the thing at the end that's, like, um, always, you know, throw salt over your shoulder and plant rosemary by your gate, plant lavender for luck, and always fall in love whenever you can. That, like, the very end. Mm-hmm. Um... You can get that on like signs and stuff. That's a lot cute. of it's very it's very like Etsy kind of art. This you know? movie feels very very Etsy, very Etsy girl. Ve- yeah. Like the girls who like this like their Meg Ryan fall. Uh huh. Yeah, that strikes me as you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Jillian Nicole Kidman's character wears shoes. I think twice in this whole film. <laughs> yeah, she's always barefoot, and yeah. I'm like vibes. Yeah. I'm here for it. I agree. So, um, I am picking next Spooky Month choice, um, and I think, um, 
I'm going to go with another film that has like a house as a main character, um, but I'm going to go a little bit older <laughs> and also go a little bit Hitchcock or fully Hitchcock actually. So I think I'm going to do Rebecca. I'm excited because um, I I've not seen I've certainly seen Hitchcock films. Um, but I have not seen Rebecca, and and it's kind of interesting because I mean, is that really trash? Well, let's. Put I it, mean, we don't really watch trash. We've watched cabaret on the show, so anything goes at this well, point. Well, here's what I will say: um, it is Hitchcock problematic. Not not as much as other Hitchcock films, mm-hmm. but it's got that Hitchcock problematic vibe. Oh um, yeah, okay, it, okay. It also won best picture and it's one of those did this deserve best picture okay okay um, okay and that's fair it's it's also just very um uh very black and white film uh campy okay yeah so it's um it's based on a book the book is one of my favorites um and I like the film, and the film actually was what made me want to read the book, so I like showing it to people, but, um, yeah, very Daphne du Maurier, very gothic horror. Okay. Um, not gothic horror, more like gothic suspense, I'll say. Okay. So. I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. So. Um, well, good. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, even though this movie clearly was not your favorite, I'm glad that it at least got 9 out of 13 candles for you. Yeah, I thought it was charming. Yeah, I thought it was charming. I'm, I'm glad, and I'm glad you enjoyed some midnight margaritas with me. I did. <laughs> we drank them. Very it fast. was good. It was very good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's like making me sleepy now, though. Yeah. Like, mm, I'm like just tipsy enough that I want to nap. We should get some dinner. We should. Yep. All right. Alrighty. Well, thanks for joining us on another uh, little adventure down spooky movie romp. lane another spooky romp um and i hope y'all will come back next week for some more of spooky season this is halloween this is halloween 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 is disney gonna sue us for that do 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 hopping in the trash can with us give this week's movie a watch and tell us what you think and let us know what movies you think are trashy treasure maybe we'll give it a watch follow us on twitter at live and lizzie to tell us your thoughts and remember no matter how trash you feel you are deeply treasured bye